Welcome, everyone, to another special edition of Polar Opposites. Game one of the WNBA Finals between the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. Going on in mere moments. Spencer Byers, Cajun, The Ruth, Danny Castleham. And Cajun, they lied to me. Tip-offs in 10 minutes. It's almost 3 o'clock. What are we doing? It's on what, what are we doing? It's on ESPN and it's on ABC. Should I say any more? This, this is ridiculous. I can't believe it. It's going to be a 3.05 start, national anthems and all that garbage. You're not going to start till like 3.15. What's going on here? But anyway, before I complain more about distributors messing everything up, because, you know, <laughs> you. We've had an event for three days. We have. You and I actually just finished up lacrosse today for the uh, woman, uh, Women's World Lacrosse uh, Super Sixes Discipline for Canada Great. Lacrosse, technically. They are down there in Oshawa. Brave the elements, especially yeah, today. Yeah, today it was rather, uh, rather uh, brisky, rather, rather, rather cool. But uh, as we've mentioned, Cage. Yep. This game between the Aces and Liberty, they have five MVPs between the two of them. Five of the last five years. Star Studded might actually be an understatement here. In Vegas, nonetheless, too. Like, I don't think we've ever seen an NBA series that has this many MVP caliber or MVP winners. Like, I, I just don't, I can't really think of one. Like, obviously, you know, when you look at the Olympic Games or, you know, the Dream Team, Redeem Team, those teams had tons of MVPs. But those were, like, those were the best of the best players all playing together for the country of the United States, basically. This is actually two teams that have a salary cap, that had to sign players, had to draft players, and they have five MVPs between them. The last five MVPs might I had between Brianna Stewart, Major um, Wilson, and John Quill Jones. And then also, on top of that, reigning sixth player of the year, Las Vegas Aces. They also obviously have Asia Wilson, who didn't win the MVP this year, but got Defensive Player of the Year. Brianna Stewart, reigning MVP. Three-point contest champion, former first overall pick in an SQ. Like, not only do these two teams have some of the best players in the WNBA, if not the best players in the WNBA, and I think they have great rosters, but great starting think- fives. And I think you forgot to mention one award, uh, one big award winner, and that's, I guess you can say this right now, unless proven otherwise, reigning finals MVP, Chelsea Gray, who, by the way, turns 31 today, so happy birthday, Chelsea Gray. I believe that would be last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. Finals MVP when Vegas won the championship last year, because to make sure I say, Las Vegas Aces are the reigning defending WNBA champions. The list is the best two teams in the WNBA. They collectively had 10 losses out of 80 games. Vegas, I think, lost four. New York lost six mm-hmm. out of their 40-game schedules. They're one and two in the WNBA. Connecticut, as you said, which we did make fun of you on the last episode of Polar Opposites. We have another episode coming out tomorrow. Yep. Make sure I say that. Polar Opposites, regularly scheduled programming on tomorrow. And Thursday, this week, we're going to two a week. 
from now on. Adding on top of that, I'm not sure which schedule looks like Wednesday, but I know this, this series continues. I hope we're able to do this for every single game, just like we did for Canada at the World Cup. But again, that depends on scheduling and, and whatnot. But I think next weekend's game three is Sunday. And I definitely think we'll be able to do that one regardless. So these games are going to be amazing. And hopefully we'll continue the expansion of audience in the WNBA. And another thing to mention here, we will talk about probably tomorrow a little more in depth, is they have announced that Golden State, which is California, will be getting a WNBA team. I assume it'll be in San Francisco where the Golden State Warriors play. Mm-hmm. It but is. it isn't because oh, oh, I will say, but they used to play in Oakland because I'll be honest. I was like Charles Barkley. I didn't know where Golden State was. Genuinely had no idea where they played. Cajun, they could have been playing in Maine and I would have no idea. Well, it used to be I got Oracle told they played in Oakland. Oakland. It used to be Oracle Arena in Oakland. Now it's Chase Center in San Francisco. And now it is the Chase Center. And I do want to mention this, Cajun. There are quite a few days in between these finals games. So in three days' time, they'll play game two on October 11th, staying in Vegas. Then they take four days off to play next Sunday in New York. And then three Mm -hmm. days later, that next Wednesday, so the 18th of October, they'll play in New York. And then two days after that, if needed, obviously game four because it's a best of five series, so or best best of best of three or best of five first to three wins. It'll only be two days in between game four and game five. So this series, for games wise, is kind of interesting. But regardless, and you and I talked about X factors for this one, and obviously the broadcast team here as we watch this. They're going to talk about, obviously, the stars in Brianna Stewart and A.J. Wilson, both players, again, up for the MVP. First, Stewart winning it. Third, A.J. was the reigning champion, was the champion last year, I should say, was the winner last year of the MVP and is the reigning defensive player of the year. But we talked about how the the supporting casts of Wilson and Stewart need to play well because you know what you're going to get with with. AJ Wilson and Brianna Stewart. You know what they're going to bring to the table. Yep. Do you stick with your pick of Gray? I believe you said Gray would be the X factor, that position group. Do you stay with that going into I this do. first game one? I do. Because we know about the stars. We know about the typical stars, Dewey versus Asia. Unesco versus Kelsey Plum. And then there's Courtney Vandersloot on the Liberty side. And then John Cole Jones. But people seem to forget, lost in all that star power, Chelsea Gray was the finals MVP last year. It, on a team that had Kelsey Plum in Asia, also. And arguably had such an efficient playoff run, too. So... And and her play, and, and if this ends up being a close game, 
if this ends up being a close game, those are the moments that Chelsea Gray thrives off of. Plus, on top of that, turning 31, I think she's going to have extra motivation in front of her home fans to propel Las Vegas to a game one win. So if New York bites the head of the snake, at least in terms of like the one, the one guard in Chelsea Gray, they got a much better chance of winning this and stealing one in front of a, in front of a star-studded and packed Vegas crowd. Yeah, you mentioned that it looked like the Nets were there for New York. What's kind of funny is the New York Liberty are the only New York team in the WNBA. So technically the Knicks and the Nets could claim them, which I do think is kind of interesting. And then obviously you got Las Vegas Aces. They don't have an NBA team yet. I expect keyword the NBA yet. will – keyword yet. Everyone's moving to, to Las Vegas. The um, – the NHL team they got, the Vegas Golden Knights just just got expanded there. The Oakland Raiders just moved there not too long ago. The Oakland Athletics are going to be moving there, I believe, as of next season. So everybody's moving to L.A. It seems like the NBA will be the last team, the last major team, to not have a have a have a uh, I guess a stronghold on Las Vegas. So I expect. It's going to be that way, if not very soon, rather soon. Mm-hmm. And that will be very interesting if slash when they get that done because of all of the other major sports teams, sports leagues moving teams or putting teams there kind of like how the nhl is also you know reportedly looking at salt lake because of utah wanting an nhl team and being able to most likely support an nhl team as they are in the you know they they seem like a a northern enough market Mm -hmm. But obviously, we shall see if that does ring true as we're still getting through player intros as this game is almost ready to start between the Aces and the Liberty. And as we've talked about, this has seemingly been a collision course. Months in the making. For basically since these two teams were constructed last winter. Mm. Because, you know, the Liberty... Got Brianna Stewart. Got Courtney Vandersloot in the offseason. The Aces have won the championship. We knew how good they were. Becky Hammond stayed after, I'm not sure if it was honest NBA interest, but there was noise of NBA interest. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really interesting to see these two teams go at it. And as it shows here on the on the uh, broadcast, if the Aces can get the win in this series, they'll be the first teams to repeat since the Los Angeles Sparks in um, since 2001 and 2002. So 0102. 
And then another thing it mentions, which ironically, I think, I assume the broadcasters would, would have mentioned in the booth, the Liberty haven't been to the finals since 2002. They're 0-4 in the WNBA finals are the New York Liberty. And the last time they went to the finals was the same was the same year Brooklyn, formerly New Jersey, the New Jersey Nets went to the finals in 02 when they got walloped by uh, by the Lakers. Another thing I think is kind of funny. I will mention it here because they showed him. Again, on the broadcast, Tom Brady with Mark Davis. Mark Davis, current owner of the uh, now Las Vegas Raiders, as I mentioned. Um, Brady, I believe, has bought Las Vegas Raiders uh, stock, has bought shares in the organization. He also has just been finalized to have bought some a minority stake in the Las Vegas Aces as they win the tip-off. Ironically, the ref got in the way, so after we kind of stopped playing for a second and now the one versus two team in the WNBA are finally begun their best of five series. And really miss first basket of the game. Or oh, you're, I'm a little bit ahead of you, aren't I? No, I, I was just gonna say because she missed it and then got the putback. And it's gonna be interesting to see how Asia Wilson handles herself in. Uh, handles herself in the post against Jonquil Jones as Brianna Stewart gets a basket of her own. So On Aja be- Wilson, because again, that's a matchup. They're both technically the power forwards. They will be matched up this entire series, you'd expect. And I believe that was Jackie Young that hit that three. Now mismatch in the post, Jonquil Jones. Stewart misses a three there in the corner. Dunkel got the matchup she wanted, as you mentioned, and then they tried to double it, which made the force kick out. Late contest, got that ball just to rim in and out. But right with the mid range in and out. And the it will be runs. interesting to see how these teams match up defensively, because again, it's like the. You think the best players are against the best players. And speaking, of three point shooting, speaking of three-point shooting, Unesco doesn't really need a ton of space to get that shot off. And she showed it there, Cage. And now Plum answers with a three. So this... <laughs> This series, it's early, but it's already living up to the billing. And that was an errant pass there from Vandersloot. Very rare for one of the assist leaders in the WNBA. And Wilson going coast to coast using her off arm to finish with a layup. Ace is now doubling up on the Liberty 10-5. And now Vandersloot joins in the three-point party with a triple. 
fence. It may have been, it, it may have been cold outside, but uh, we're seeing some heat today. At least at least on the final stage. It is cold outside, but cold. It's hot in Vegas. As again, I'm still interested to see how these two teams match up defensively, because that was a switch which surprised me there by the Liberty as that shot hits off the front of the rim as the shot clock goes off. Another rattle out three there. That was the Liberty, and that was Laney with that miss. And now, and Chelsea Gray says, "I was the Finals MVP last year." Let me introduce myself on the world's uh, on the NWNBA's biggest stage with a triple, thirteen to eight for the Aces. That's a deep one for Brianna Stewart. We're about going to Asia Wilson. And I do want to mention your cage, the New York Liberty, first in three-point field goals, first in three-point percentage. The Las Vegas Aces, second in three-point field goals. Tied for second three-point field goal percentage. So these two teams are not scared to to take it from behind the arc. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is surprising when you think they have two of the best power forwards in the game in Brianna Stewart and A.J. Wilson. Probably the two best power forwards in the game. And for the New York Liberty, John Quell Jones playing center. I was surprised there by some by uh, Plum shot selection, but shot clock goes off. As now Plum is kind of tangled up there with Stewart as they were trying to get the the switch back with Wilson. And with a team and with a team like the Liberty who have, who can go to either option and and um, Brianna Stewart and John Quarles Jones, um, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Aces adjust defensively if they say if they go into one of their mismatches and switch. With Jones or Stewart, as Jones flips it up and in. That's on her matchup, Stokes, which I think may be the biggest discrepancy, like you'd say, name-wise, between John Quill Jones and, and Stokes there for the Lib- Liberty. Normally, it would be a sixth MVP winner if she was playing in, um, as I get interrupted by another three there for the Aces. And it is young again. But it'd be uh, Parker, Candace Parker, playing center normally. But she has been hurt and will not, I don't think, participate in this particular series. And that's scary. And that's extremely scary. Like, this Aces team could be a lot better. It could get even better. Jones just got fouled by Stokes and shot to the line for two. And LeBron James is in the crowd. The NBA's all-time leading scorer. I wonder how long we've been waiting to use that one, Cajun. Of course, we we had a TV timeout. There'd be a lot more of these than you and I were used to in Mm -hmm. uh, the World Cup games. Yep. But it... Definitely has been an interesting start. Both teams showing that they are not scared to pull from three, not scared to attack the other team. And I'm going to use a coaching thing that some people talk about and some people don't. 
Okay. Without looking at advanced analytics, there are four things that constitute to a result in a basketball game. There's four. There's the four possession enders. Field goals, free throws, turnovers, and rebounds. Those mm-hmm. are the four ways a possession can end. If you can win at least two of the four, you're going to have a good chance of winning the game. So throughout this game and throughout the other games we will do, I will make sure I continue to update field goal percentage, free throw percentage, rebounding, and, and turnovers. Because both of those two things, as you mentioned with, with Vander Sloot, with that, I'll say ugly pass, but that very much missed pass, caused an extra Vegas possession, which then I believe led to points. So it's going to be very important. And to add to that, AJ Wilson missed the first shot of the game, got her own rebound, puts it back up, and gets the two points back. So I will continue to bring up percentages as we go throughout these games because of how important they will be in dictating who wins these games. It is very hard to win games when you're not able to win the possession enders, especially Mm -hmm. unless your team just dominates certain tactics. Yeah. Like if you shoot the lights out the gym, you can get out-rebounded and still win, or vice versa. If you don't shoot very well, but you get enough second chances to get more points, then you have a chance of winning the game. And if you limit turnovers, like the Boston Celtics, when they went to the finals two years ago, if they had less than, I think it was, 10, 10 to 12 turnovers, they won, they won the finals game. If they had more than 12 turnovers, they lost the game. And that was for all four losses they had in the NBA Finals, were games where they just could not hold onto the ball. And I think the last one was the worst one with Jalen Brown having, what was it, seven turnovers in the pivotal game? Or was that this year in the Conference Finals? I think they, I think he had like nine. Because he had, a, he's had, Jalen Brown's had problems in the playoffs with turnovers. And that's a big reason why the Celtics have not been able to win in clutch time. Mm. It's because of turnovers. It's because of ball handling, which is, again, why they made that trade for Drew Holiday. But, now back to the game, and uh, Brianna Stewart got handed a uh, put a post on Twitter with her basketball goals at 12 years old. 12 to 13 blocks a game. Apparently, she thought she was Akeem Olajuwon. I don't even think Akeem did that. <laughs> well, average, no, but he had a he had a quadruple double. I think he's the last person to have a quadruple double. Meaning, now it's the exact thing as a triple double, but add another stat to it. And no, not turnovers, James Harden. It was either him or David Robinson. Regardless, it was one of the best centers that ever played the game. David Robertson, the Admiral, the Dream Akeem, Elijah Wan. Another thing they're showing there is Brianna Stewart was the finals MVP for Seattle when they won the championship, which I actually believe, Cajun, was the year before last. So not last year when Vegas won it. I think the year before it was Seattle with Brianna Stewart. Mm-hmm. And I want to say Sue Berg. Oh, big block there from Vandersloot on what Kelsey Plum thought was a wide-open corner triple, but Vandersloot channeling her defensive credentials. I think they're the one matchup we haven't really talked about, Cajun, in Vandersloot versus Plum. I talked about an SQ versus their shooting guard, which I... I think I said might have said was plum, but I know she does technically does play point guard. And 
Oh, they're going to call it Travel Against Plum, which I think Plum kind of smirked at, and we'll go on back. Ooh, and John Cole Jones now kind of limping. Just trying to get back onto the post against Stokes. Wade's back. No good rebound by Plum. And the Ace is looking to push it in transition, or semi-transition, I should say. And that's back-to-back -back turnovers for the Aces, but luckily they're both dead ball because they can set up their defense. Now, this is going to be very interesting here. With Stokes out, uh, subbed out now, Asia Wilson is going to be guarding John Quell Jones at the post. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup to see. Yeah, it is. Especially because, again, Asia Wilson, reigning defensive player of the year. But then that also means that it's more of a big change for the Aces when they have to match up against Brianna Stewart, who is Asia Wilson's normal target. Mm hmm Both teams shooting just under. Oh, what a pass by Vandersloot. Threading yeah, she, the needle. She had a, she had that turnover earlier that was ugly, and now a beautiful pass there for the Liberty point guard. Slipping it right through that tight window. Oh, man. I cannot believe that was a make, Cajun. Ioannis now five points off of the bench and forces an aces timeout. Seminole run in the last almost two minutes of this game. Cajun, so I, I'm I'm miffed how Johannes hit that shot. It was a stretch pass by Stewart, and she didn't really collect. She caught it, settled, and pulled it while moving. She landed on the ground, and it was nothing. But net, like you couldn't have shot it better. And it was money. And guess who got the late contest on it? It was Aja Wilson. You couldn't ask for a better late contest than the defensive player of the year. And she still hit it while moving. Now, let me, I'm going to look at this and see if I see if. I'm not wrong here. Okay, yeah. She's going to be a big factor in this game, too, because in the Commissioner's Cup between the Aces and the Liberty, in which the Liberty won 82-63, to 63, she had 17 points and hit five triples in that game. So we were talking about bench play being a foul. You were talking about bench play ultimately being the tipping point of the scale in your decision to pick the aces over the Liberty in five games. If Johannes gets a going from behind the arc, all of a sudden the Liberty have a flamethrower of their own. I just in think they only go ahead Clark being named the sixth man of the year. Sixth woman of the year. Excuse me. Sixth player, Cajun. I, I found player not only gets you gets gets you away with the uh, with the comment if you just say player. Mm -hmm. As another make there for the aces, they go back up just by one. But 
this first quarter, I think, is exactly what you and I expected, what most fans had expected, which was an absolute fire show. As a missed there by Vandersloot in the mid-range. Ray using the screen from Asia Wilson. Not a bad pass, but... But it was at Asia Wilson's legs, and we'll have a jump ball. Something that the NBA does not like doing is jump balls. And obviously something that they don't do in um, high school or college ball. They just do possession arrow. Which, I wonder if the NBA slash WNBA will ever switch to a possession arrow. I don't expect the NBA to, because it's just something I don't really see them doing. But I think it'd be interesting if they did. That's a also before before you get it. Sorry to interrupt you, but that was a silly reaching foul by Johannes with one second left on the shot clock. And she's actually going to stay. I think Sanderson just got subbed out for technically Inescu, who got subbed out earlier in the quarter for Johannes. And Gray with the blow by on Brianna Stewart and lays it up and in. She's got five early points. It's actually Jackie Young that's leading the score, all scores with eight points as Clark fouls Brianna Stewart and then collides. With Chelsea Gray in the process, as John Cole Jones is heading into the tunnel, it may have had something to do with that fall that she had um, on that re on that offense re on that tussle with um, with Asia Wilson earlier, as Stewart gets the floor to floor to fall. And I mentioned it because I was wondering to see if it was going to linger and John Quill Jones was going to go off. And now, as you mentioned, she does. So we'll see if John Quill Jones just checked back in. That's a massive loss for the Liberty if they're without one of their better players, one of their probably best post player, beside obviously, of course, reigning MVP. Gray attacking Clark for three off the rim. No good. And Stewart with the rebound. That was a good box out on Wilson. And Johannes, similar jumper as her first three and same result. Eight points off the bench in just four minutes. How? Agent, how? Shoot or shoot. Cajun, that's one of the, and I, I hate when coaches press on shot selection because it's not something I personally think really matters. As and one there for the Liberty. As Laney going to the line. And honestly, Laney, that was a high IQ play there. You already saw Mourinho on his knockdown two threes off the Leaning nonetheless, so you you have to if you're the aces, you have to keep her marked. And Lainey took advantage of that, split the fake the screen handoff, and got an and one out of that. 
but I don't know how Johannes is making those shots. I don't, because you, you'd be yelling if a player took that shot. Look at that. She didn't even play in her feet. She just turned and fired. Sometimes muscle memory is a thing. That's one of those shots, Cage, that you just say is a bad shot. Regardless of it going in or not, that's just a bad shot. Another one. That one at least hits the front of the rim, but that one Honestly, again. That might have been that might have been the cleaner look out of the three <laughs> three well, attempts that she prob- had from beyond the arc. Honestly, probably that was probably her best look off of a almost steal for Plum, a, t- a tip pass. No, probably the last possession of the quarter. Will the aces? Okay, twelve two point eight seconds left. Yeah, say they almost lost it there, Cage. That almost could have been that disastrous there for the Aces down the quarter. And Plum hits the top of the backboard and hits the shot clock, and that's how this first quarter will end. Aces went off to a great start, and Sometimes you just need to see one three fall and Mourinho on is uh, one three fall and has been dynamite in this first quarter. One of ten, might I add, in the in this year's playoffs. She's two or three today and's got eight points more than she's had all playoffs thus far. And ironically, they're interviewing Brianna Stewart right now in the uh intermission for the first quarter 